You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me, as always, my co-host, Mike. How are you doing, Mike? Party on, Mark. Oh, party on, Mike. It's been quite a week here at Massive Late Fee. Uh, so, Ed Begley Jr.'s, uh, the episode's out there. Check that out. If you haven't checked it out, it's it's quite the listen. If I do say so myself, we got a lot of compliments on it. Uh and uh, I know that he was he was happy with it as well. It wasn't a hit job like it could have been. <laughs> no, I have no. I don't think he's ever done anything wrong in his life. It doesn't seem like it, no. Um, but speaking of people who have done things wrong, uh, I was reading this article. I don't know. I have. I have opinions on this article. It really doesn't have anything to do with Look anything. at the big brains on Mark. <laughs> right. Apparently, someone named Allison Roman uh, has set the Twitter world on fire because she called out Chrissy Teigen uh, and best-selling cookbook author Marie Kondo, I guess. Uh, I think she's an organizational person. Oh, Isn't yeah, she? that's right. Chrissy Teigen's the best-selling cookbook author now. Marie Kondo popular, popularized organi- organizing strategies in books and a television show. Um, anyway, she criticized them for monetizing their lifestyle brands. I don't know. I don't know what any of this <laughs> means. I feel like what she's saying. So here, I feel like what she's saying is that. Um, so she says she knocked Tegan for launching a product line after publishing her cookbooks and called her Instagram page a content farm. Well, what the? I've, what is it supposed to be? <laughs> She's similar. She similarly accused Kondo of capitalizing on her fame, saying she just sold out immediately on its face. It was kind of, uh, but anyway. So I don't know. Like people are people are saying that this is it's terrible because I don't know who Marie Kondo is, but apparently she's also Asian and uh, big time. And both these both these women are are Asian, and there's not a lot of Asian people in the lifestyle brand community or whatever I, I don't even know what the fuck this is i say that to myself every day yeah exactly <laughs> so it's i guess it's problematic because it's a, it's a white woman calling out two asian women um i don't know i, I what is christy Teigen famous for she's a a model Marrying john legend yeah well that's the thing and and that's to me that's my criticism of of most of these people <laughs> is Whatever happened to needing talent to be famous? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get her. She's annoying. Like people are always like, oh, she's hilarious on Twitter. But when you actually look at her Twitter stuff, it's not that funny. No, no, I've never found her funny. I've never found her attractive. Not that it matters if she's attractive or not. But I, they, so like, this is what I don't get. I, I feel like this all started with Paris Hilton, and maybe, maybe it goes back even farther than that. I don't know, but. It used to be that you know you needed to be like an actor or a singer, or you needed to be a stand-up comedian, or you know on television or a writer. You have some sort of talent, is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah. Whether it was or a sports person, whether it was a physical talent, you know, like in sports or 
or whatever, or a mental like shooting t- ping pong balls out of you. Exactly. <laughs> or a mental talent, uh, you know, like writing and things like that. You had to have some kind of talent in order to become famous. Now, it, apparently, it doesn't matter. Do you have any more thoughts about the kids these days? <laughs> I know that's exactly what it sounds like, but it's like, I don't. I mean, not everyone's as talented as Brunson Pinchot like we had back in the olden days. That's true. <laughs> I guess what's his name? Uh, Robin Leach, right? Maybe that was the first yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> Lifestyles of the rich and famous. But he did have that voice. That's got that, that, that gets yeah. you something. Oh, hey, uh, I know we uh, we don't normally do the news, but uh, oh, my God, the celebrity deaths this week. I know. Yeah. We lost, uh, Roy Horn from, uh, you know, Tiger King. Yep. The real Tiger King is dead. Yep. That's right. Uh, little Richard. He's also, you know, you know, dead in yep. the ground. Yep. He is. And uh, who's the third? There's a third one. I can't remember. Frank Costanza like oh, himself. Yeah. Jerry Stiller. That's Jerry it Stiller just today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it was today or yesterday or whatever. I guess uh, Little Richard had been had long suffering from like some kind of bone cancer. Oh God, that sounds awful. I believe Roy got the coronavirus, but I mean, obviously, he had some issues yeah. before then. He did. He died of complications of corona, which sucks. Right, but I mean, obviously, if he hadn't been mauled by a tiger, like however long ago that was, I'm sure he'd have a better immune system. Right. <laughs> you know, I bet he, I bet he still was in better shape than I am at <laughs> after being mauled by a tiger. <laughs> well, he was 75, I think. I mean, still too young, you know, to die probably. And also, we can't forget that the tiger, the tiger, since he was about to have a stroke, so it saved him really. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that tiger trying to tap him. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I feel that people. I feel that. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just because that's still one of my fun, my favorite things. Discovery, like hearing that, like hearing that from you, the, learning that on this podcast that that's what that's was going what, on. That's what they said happened. Uh, I don't think people today will ever, even myself. I'm I'm too young. I feel to ever truly appreciate the genius of uh, Little Richard. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, holy! I mean, first of all, who could be more more ballsy than this guy? He's like a uh, a black guy, like in the fifties in the South, like wearing makeup and shit. <laughs> right? Exactly. Like this is like, hey. this isn't the eighties. It's not Prince. It's not Alice Cooper. This guy was basically fucking cross dressing in the fifties in the South as a black man. He might as well have been like tossing nooses to the audience, <laughs> just you know, in case he wasn't trying hard <laughs> enough to be killed. Right. <laughs> You know, there's a grove of trees around the corner, right, guys? Oh, he just keeps stretching his neck to get them all worked out. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, well, I mean, it's shocking that he's, he was even alive as long as he was, just right. for those previously mentioned circumstances. Yeah. Uh, just just one of those, like, you know, people you love who just don't give a fuck about anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're, they are who they are in spite of everything else. Good for him. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think you have, like, a huge catalog of hits. I mean, maybe it's more than I think, but, I mean, obviously... Long Tall Sally, uh, yeah. Tutti Frutti, and good, possibly others. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yep, good golly, Miss Molly. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's someone who's like almost, like, uh, in a lot of ways, much like Jerry Lewis. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, I guess, is really who I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Is like more famous stuff they did years and years ago. But, I mean, like what a groundbreaking trailblazer, you know, trailblazer. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, he obviously, almost like a, uh, like a good version of Coolio, he went on to be in a lot of stuff without really having to, you know, work for it. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> a good version of Coolio. I like that. <laughs> what? What is Coolio? How does he survive? I don't know. I don't know how Coolio survives. I really you know, we, don't. We really should have brought that up during uh, Ben Ben's uh, little uh, you know visit because he's the original person who couldn't survive. Yeah, that's true. That is true. How does he survive? God, my dad looking. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, obviously no one knows, uh, but us. Those of you who don't know Mark at a personal level. <laughs> right. No, uh, though from, I, I, believe it or not, both of our brothers listen to this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, my brother said he does listen to the podcast. Uh, and I'm glad I'm glad Nick li- listens to as well. Hello, Nick. How you doing? Remember when you said that uh, you would have been a, a better tight end than <laughs> What was his name? Uh, I don't know. Todd Heap or somebody like that. Uh, anyway. Probably. Uh, yeah. Probably he, well, uh, Nick, Nick's a Nick's a, a big guy, like tall, tall, like built guy. So um, probably you could have. Uh, anyway, um, certainly better than David Sloan. Um, <laughs> that's a call. That's a callback. But uh, what were we talking about? What was I going to explain? <laughs> we're talking about how our brothers listen to the podcast. Um, before that, I think we were talking about Little Richard. Yeah, Little Richard, and I don't know. I don't remember where I was going. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where I'm going. How can I keep track of where you're going? <laughs> when I listen to this again, uh, if I do listen to this again, I don't always listen to the episodes. I'll be like... Uh, oh. I actually do. Like, I, I've noticed uh, on the er- very early episodes, and, and probably now too, I speak too fast. So I, there was a long period of time where I was like deliberately slowing my voice down. But I just kind of gave that up. Yeah, fuck that. Who cares? <laughs> if you can't keep up, then there's a little thing where you can play us at half speed and we sound like we're drunk. So do that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of drunk, uh, did you notice I was drunk last week? I was drunk last week too, so I didn't know. Last week it was Cinco de Mayo, so in honor of Cinco de Mayo, I had half a uh, half a fifth of uh, tequila. Oh, very good. Yeah, and I was, and, and we completely forgot. Like we just plum forgot to do the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the return of the yeah uh, the chicken curl with Mike. Yep, that's right. Which is going to be uh, which is going to be Latin themed in honor of uh, Cinco de Mayo, but. We drank and I forgot. Yeah. And you did too. Yep, I did too. <laughs> we were celebrating, celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Uh, great for Cinco de Mayo. It's a great holiday. I love uh, Mexican food and yep, culture. Absolutely. My wife's been to Mexico. She's Quit bragging. She spent. <laughs> it was quite an accomplishment for me. She spent, uh, she spent I think, uh, like a month down there. She lived with a. Uh, like an actual family, uh, is part of her college thing, like a college. Not college a pretend thing. family. <laughs> nope, no. <laughs> she lives with a bunch of real dolls down there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I'll bring that up when we talk about what we watched this week. Yeah, uh, I saw the movie The Good Boys. Have you ever heard of such a movie? I watched it. I watched it in honor of. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. This in honor of you watching it, I watched it as well. I also I, I, to, I, I told you I was watching that. You did, and I also got a uh, an uh, HBO free access pass or whatever, <laughs> so that I could yeah, watch it as well. About, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I have, I have a ridiculous amount of uh, streaming things. I have Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix. Yeah, well, I guess that's it. Just three. That's not too bad. Oh no, and currently HBO Now. But well, I, I don't know that I'll be able to resist when HBO Max comes out because there's so I many know. good series on there the wire yep. oz um 
we're going to have Westworld, which I'd like to watch again because it's a very like complicated, you know, show. Mm-hmm. Uh, True Detective. I've heard mixed things about season two. Season one, I didn't care for the ending. You know, I mean, I mean, there's so many good shows. Deadwood with just starring Justified. Exactly. Yeah. Ju- any show with Justified and it's going to be good. Yeah, Justified's pretty usually uh, pretty good. He he makes good decisions when he when it comes to what he's going to be in. Except for the Hitman movie, <laughs> right? Which he openly said he was going through a divorce at that time, so he needed money. <laughs> I have lawyers to pay. Basically, yeah. Um. So, Mike, I this isn't necessarily like a segment or any kind of segment that I want to start, but uh, we got some. Well, not not us, me. <laughs> I got some hate on uh, on social media this week. Uh, on one of my one of my dumpster diving videos, uh, some I got some new comments from <laughs> from uh, especially one person. But uh, it's yeah. Sorry, I was drunk at the time. <laughs> they're both on my video of uh, the dumpster diving. Uh, I married Dora. Are you familiar with I married Dora? What? Like dumb Dora? <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> She was so dumb. She married Daniel Hugh Kelly. Um, no, it's it was a show in the eighties that only lasted for one season. It was like a star vehicle for Elizabeth Pena, who was a uh, hot up and coming Latino actress at the time. This was before Jennifer Latina. Lopez existed. <laughs> and um, the 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 show is probably only famous for the very last scene. They get canceled. He's supposed to be going to. So the premise is uh, his, his housekeeper is an illegal alien <laughs> and she's going to get deported, but he can't stand uh, thinking about taking care of his own kids or anything like that or life without her. So instead, he marries her in a sham marriage uh, so that she can stay in the country. That's the uh, that's the premise of the show. At the end of the the last episode, the last scene of the last episode, he's supposed to be getting on a plane, and he comes back, and he goes, it's been canceled. And she goes, the flight? And he goes, no, our series. And then, <laughs> and then the camera pulls back. We see the uh, the set and everything. They all wave, and she says adios, and that's the end of the series. So it's famous for, that's, for that. That's Spanish for goodbye. It is. <laughs> um, So... I got some hate from somebody named uh, m- uh, Mao Mo- Mawawi. Mowawi. Mowawi. Okay, that's your name, Mowawi. <laughs> um, at one point, I said the, uh, I think it, like in the be- beginning of the video, I said the plot is as simple as it is racist. <laughs> and he goes, so this is, this is his first comment It's racist, arc. <laughs> Because you can't say anything's racist, even as a joke, without uh, somebody, um, uh, you know, reacting to that. By the way, I'm sure, uh, Mo Wowie, that you you hate when people, uh, like when you know leftists or or what libtards. I'm sure that's what you call them. Are uh, you know say like they just talk about this fucking segment? <laughs> what? What? Stop being such a cock and continue, right? He, uh, I'm sure that, uh, you hate when they try to be overly politically correct. You're kind of doing the same thing. Cause I made a joke saying it's racist and you're like, Oh, racist. I'm triggered. 
Um, and then in a completely separate post, he po- he, he writes tool all in capital letters. He could he he thought of that, I guess, after the it's a racist arc thing. It was so important he had to go ahead and recomment. <laughs> but thank you was, for the that, that over the top, like, oh I'm I'm not upset by that. Tool <laughs> thank you for the uh the extra comment though, because the more comments you guys leave on the YouTube videos, the higher it gets pushed in the algorithm. Um but uh Susan Haunted True Stories. I don't know who that is. But that is her name. Her name is Susan Haunted True Stories. Uh, She also commented, and this is a really bizarre comment. Same video. Uh, I liked that show and was disappointed when it got canceled. Why you got to dump on it? (laughs) Why Why don't you go after the child porn they pass off as comedy on many of the current shows? bunch of lazy pedophiles writing today and actors desperate enough to deliver the lines. I mean, let's be honest here. If someone's a pedophile, I'd rather they be a lazy pedophile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want a motivated pedophile. <laughs> that's like the worst kind yeah, of pedophile. That's the worst guy. A guy just training in his basement. He's he's doing uh, like opening and closing uh, Van Dor motion. He's yeah. like the shit, ready to run after these kids. Yeah, it's no good. He's doing he's wind sprints. <laughs> he's gonna fucking tune up every thousand miles, make sure he break down the middle of a grab. Oh my god! He's got an emergency kit in his back, in the back with the jumper cables. Oh my god! <laughs> for the love of god i want lazy pedophiles absolutely the lazier the better i want pedophiles that like are sitting on the couch and they kind of look up and they're like oh did i forget to do something today oh they're watching, they're watching nickelodeon they get all <laughs> up they're like eh not today <laughs> it's so much easier just to order a pizza <laughs> oh god oh, oh man but uh what 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 shows do you think she's thinking of specifically? Uh, uh, the, any like Dan Schneider show on uh, Nickelodeon, probably. Right, <laughs> but I think she's specific. Like, I was in fucking ladies full of ambition. I, I feel like she's talking about like two and a half men or something like that. Well, according to Corey Feldman, uh, Charlie Sheen is a fat file. Right, that's true. But also, it's just what guys do, so who knows? <laughs> God. Oh, man. Um, so then uh, M- Mo Wowie's back <laughs> to answer uh, Susan Haunted True Stories question. <laughs> and he says, because he's a simpleton, virtue signaling leftist, a.k.a. a moron. <laughs> I t- over over. Joke? <laughs> yep, over one joke. And what's funny is the rest, like most of the rest of that video, I just talk about how Juliet Lewis longs to be in something better than this show. Oh, she was on it. <laughs> yeah, she was the daughter. <laughs> that makes sense. But uh, but that's most of the rest of the jokes that I do for the rest of the show. I don't even talk about ethnicity or anything. There's no like. <laughs> There's no uh, leftist propaganda or anything like that on it, but he's uh, he's obsessed. Did uh, 
Nancy Pelosi put you up to this mark? <laughs> Apparently. God. Her and Chuck Schumer got me in a corner and said, you better, you better do um, I Married Dora. And then Chuck Schumer goes, while we're in the corner. Right. I made one jo- Actually, you know what's funny? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even make a joke about Donald Trump marrying uh, someone foreign. I did it in the comments. In the comments, I said uh, something about Donald Trump uh, when I left. Uh, I always leave a comment. Apparently, that's what YouTube people do. I don't know. That's, that's what I've seen. I don't know why I just thought of this, but do you want to hear something completely insane? Of course. Are you familiar with uh, one of the greatest movies ever, uh, Point Break, starring Keanu Reeves and uh, Patrick Swayze? Yep, I, I am. I'm definitely familiar with it. All right, our cat we named Bodie after you know the character Bodie from uh, the movie. Yep. And just out of curiosity, I was wondering, like, I'm, I'm like, did they ever have a, a last name? They never mentioned that, you know. So I kind of looked up to see who wrote the screenplay, mm-hmm. and I found I found him, you know, on a. Uh, on Twitter, and so I, I tweeted him. I go, "Hey, what's Bodie's last name?" And he answered me. Oh, that's awesome! It was this was a long time ago. I'm trying to pull it up. I can't quite find it, but I think he said it was like Lipschitz or something like that for the last name. Oh wow, Bodie Lipschitz yeah, does yeah, not look like, like a Lipschitz. Yeah, actually, he was going for a joke there, but technically, since he's the writer of the screenplay, not only is it canon, but I possibly created his last name right there on the spot by forcing <laughs> him to respond. Yes, that's awesome. That's pretty crazy because I mean, I mean, I mean, from I mean, what's more truer than the person who wrote the uh, screenplay? Yep, the, that is the that is the definitive source. Yep. So uh, you're welcome, Patrick Swayze, up there uh, in heaven, punching out uh, angels left and right. Exactly. Uh, I can't wait till Justified gets up there with you, and you can uh, you guys can get cast together. How dare you? <laughs> oh my god. Um. What's- there was one more thing that I was going to bring up. What was it? What was it, Mike? I don't know. We've had oh, a lot of we've had a lot of celebrity yeah. wins. Um, you know, I just noticed that um, Macaulay Culkin responded to me. Oh, he did. Oh, actually, no, it's Macaulay Cuckin. <laughs> That's the leftist version of him. <laughs> don't uh, don't don't alert uh, Mo Wowie. You don't slam the series Dora from the fucking 80s. <laughs> I was thinking about doing some more uh, dumpster diving videos at some point. You could guest on them if you want. Yeah, if I'm not busy. Yeah. Mike's got a lot of things going on. I'm, I'm busy talking to Macaulay Cuckin on here. <laughs> uh, being on, There's nothing better than being on your phone. A lot of times I'm just on the phone when we're doing the show. No, I'm what? Not. I'm not. <laughs> only if I'm. That doesn't sound true at all. Only if I'm looking something up specifically. Okay. Oh, uh, but uh, the IMDb game. I guess we should get. Oh, in, yeah. We should get into the IMDb game. So I got. I got one for you. Mine um, starts like cucking. <laughs> it's called Home Alone. It's called. It's called Too Many Culkins. That's my theme song. Yeah. And I have it. But I don't think the series matters. It's just a theme song. Exactly. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, crude humor, mild. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. No, although I like that movie. Is this another Christina Applegate joint? Um, I don't think she's in this. Name name two movies she's been in. Oh God, two movies she's been in. Um, actually, it's not fair, Anchorman. 
Besides, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah, Anchorman, and then, um, uh, fuck, I don't know. I could name another TV series she's been in, but I don't know if I can name another movie she's been in. Nope. Oh man, I don't know. Well, it's not. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. It's don't tell mom the babysitter's dead too. Damn it! That bitch is still dead. Uh, a man. Add on to what was in the previous one. The dishes are still done. <laughs> they should. I would love to see a, a sequel to that. How they're gonna do dem, a Demolition Man sequel and and uh, Demolition Man sequel. Do we know who else is in it aside from uh, Sylvester Stallone? Simon Phoenix is gonna be in it. He is not. Well, not not um not Wesley Snipes, but actually. <laughs> No, yeah. No, Wesley Snipes is supposed to be in it, yeah. See, I thought we were confused as to whether he was killed in the last movie or not. I think they freeze him again. Oh, okay, that's a dumb idea. Yeah. Is Sandra Bullock going to be in it? She's got to be. What, what, she did Ocean's 8. That was like the last thing that she did. Is Rob Schrader too busy to be in this? <laughs> yeah, he's too busy starring in Real Rob. Have you seen that? Oh, what's that on Netflix? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's a, he's you know he talks about how he he's uh, like it's like I think it's like intercut stand up like him doing stand up and then like a almost curb your enthusiasm style show where it's like oh I don't like to give autographs and then he comes up on the stage and he's like yeah some got some guy asked for an autograph and whatever I don't know I'm I'm rich so, so it's like curb your enthusiasm but your enthusiasm is literally curbed yes exactly. <laughs> It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm, but it's not good or clever. It's just him calling uh, Adam Sandler up going, hey, I uh, got anything going? Right. You know, it'd be really funny if I was in this. <laughs> Remember that blood oath we had when, I was, when we were kids? Oh, my God. It's like, it's, it's like he literally made a deal with the devil, although Adam Sandler's not the devil. He is in uh, the movie... Um, Little Nicky. Uh, shit. No, not Little Nicky. I guess he is technically a devil. I meant to say the great Norm MacDonald, Artie Lang joint. Uh, I'm just saying more and more about him because I can't remember the name. Dirty Work. Yeah, Dirty Work. Is he the devil in that movie? I remember when he's hallucinating, when he's uh, take, he takes that tiny that's, bite of brownie? That's right. You're right. <laughs> and Gary Coleman's there, too. Yeah. Gary Coleman literally is now dead as well. Rest in and peace. he's probably seeing the real devil. <laughs> Because uh, little people don't go to heaven. <laughs> if you say so, Mark. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's uh, he's probably super tall, like in heaven or whatever. Yeah. Well, he's probably. You get to pick. Like, can you be like, like he's like, he's like, I'm six foot ten. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. He's probably actually, yeah. <laughs> I sure. What about our friend? What about our friend Max Wright? Max Wright is for sure in heaven. And I mean, they, that guy was so inclusive. He was he was ahead of his time. He loved everyone and also crack. Yep, exactly. And you know, crack is is crack is is the the devil's uh, poison. They say <laughs> it's. Uh, I hear it's really good the first few times. It's heaven's candy. Just kidding. I would never try a stimulant like that. That seems like a bad idea. Oh, I'd love down. I'd like downers. I'm not. I'm not big on cocaine or anything like that. If if I was gonna do a hardcore drug, I'd much rather uh, be doing heroin than than cocaine. Fair enough. I'm I'm all about the the uh, the downers. 
But anyway, speaking of a downer, let's continue this parents <laughs> Life is a series of downers. Uh, a man shoots a man in the head. We see a bloody hole in his head. Uh, several henchmen are shot. Mildly bloody. Gold member. That's close. Uh, a man is... Silver dick. <laughs> a man is dumped into a shark tank. The shark attacks him. Oh my god, you're serious? I, I was that close? <laughs> yeah. The spy who shagged me? No. Austin um, Powers. Let's see. It's not an Austin Powers movie. It's really not? No, it's not an Austin Powers movie. Oh, you know, I think I think this is a James Bond movie, but I don't think I've seen it. Uh, a female antagonist's head is partly blown off by a gunshot. We briefly see it misshapen and bloody. License to kill? No. Uh, here's drugs and alcohol and smoking. One character always has a drink in hand, and he smokes. Ocean's 8. <laughs> no. Frightening and intense scenes. Though comedic and intended to satirize those found in various films, some people may find the exaggerated racial stereotype humor off-putting. Well, this is clearly a Mel Brooks or Quentin Tarantino movie. Okay. If it's Mel Brooks, I have no idea. I think... <laughs> I think it's Pulp Fiction? No. Some Koreans may find it offensive. Is this Goldfinger? Uh, oh. Really? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I like this one. <laughs> this one, it has no context. It just says... In the uncut version, the scene is longer and includes urinating and defecating on each other. <laughs> what scene? Wow, I have, that that didn't help at all. Uh, oh, is this uh, Team America World Police? Yes. Okay, that's funny because it's on HBO, and I was thinking about watching it the other day. Here's a good one too. A puppet performs oral sex off screen. <laughs> I think that's where the. Uh, I think that's not that when he performs oral sex off screen. I think it's the sex scene, probably where they're gonna have the urination. All right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Oh, I was glad to. Uh, I was glad to steer you down a. Uh, a yeah. <laughs> I was glad to steer you down a wrong path for for a few minutes that time. Otherwise, you would have gotten yeah. it way too fast. Oh yeah. Are you ready for the IMDb game? Oh, I'm ready. Women's breasts are seen about three times, very briefly throughout the movie. Ooh. And women's breasts, specifically. Specifically. The good kind. Um, I will say Bachelor Party. No. Two men encourage a man to have sex with another man. <laughs> My bachelor party. No. <laughs> Let's Who's all bachelors at that party? <laughs> um, hmm. Two men encourage one man to have sex with another man. Uh, the hangover? Or some no. some variation of the hangover? The hangover 3? No. Alright. Two characters have sex while another man is taking photographs of them. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Um, hmm. Is it Geely? No. Uh, 
Two men, not men, are shot up inside a car with some blood mist. Blood can be seen coming out of their mouth. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, blood mist. Shot up in a car. Is it Drive? The, uh, the uh, Ryan Gosling movie? No, I've never seen that. Me either. A rapist is shot in the chest. Blood pours out of the wound. Is that Pulp Fiction? No. Okay. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it cut out. Oh, this is a bad clue. Um, in a bloody sequence, two. Well, I mean, one of them just said the character's name, so I'm going with a different one. In a bloody sequence, two men shoot at another group of men with shotguns. One is hit in the chest with a bloody wound spewing blood. A shotgun wielding man is shot several times, which results in blood spray. Another man is shot with a shotgun, splattering blood and blood smoke. Some blood is seen on a police officer's face. Huh. Okay. So a big shootout. Um. Huh. What the fuck could this be? Let's see. Uh, dirty work. <laughs> no. <laughs> there are scenes where drugs are visible, but not used. All right. Um, no. No, that doesn't happen in that movie. Um, Demolition Man. No. All right. There's a seedy tone pervading much of the film, and the violence can be rather gritty in nature. Sounds the beating, like the kill shot, and the climatic shootout are all fairly intense. <clears throat> it sounds like it's a seedy movie. Uh huh. Seedy movies. Um, I will say that it is. Uh. Call Me By Your Name. I don't even know what that is. No. It's an Army Hammer movie that was nominated uh, for an Academy Award. Uh, let's see. A group of men are beaten in jail by police officers. A newspaper story is shown with such a photo. A group of men beaten in jail by police officers. Um, it's hmm. around the holiday. It's what? It's around a holiday. All right. Um, hmm. No. Um, shit. Uh, is it the ref? <laughs> <laughs> no. But congratulations for being the first person to mention that in 20 years. Yeah. Let's see. Two police officers watch a man abuse his wife. A police officer then beats up the husband. What the fuck? Um, hmm. So there's police officers in this movie, obviously. Um, is it bright? <laughs> no. I, I would be very shocked if you haven't seen this movie. All right. A detective finds an extremely rotten corpse underneath the house. Hmm. Let's see. An extremely rotten corpse. 
Uh huh. I will say, is it? Hmm. Is it the movie House? <laughs> no. All right. I'm gonna give you one more clue. If you don't get it by this, I don't think you'll get it. The final action scene is a lengthy shootout. Corrupt cops are shot at point-blank range by shotguns and pistols. A man is fatally shot in the shoulder, which doesn't make sense. He is then shot in the face. Okay, that makes sense. Blood splatters onto the floor. A man is shot in the back with a shotgun. Hmm. This sounds familiar. I'll give you the name of one actor in it. Does that sound fair? Yeah. James Cromwell. James Cromwell. I know who that is. Um, hmm. Was he in... Um, I'm trying to think. L.A. Confidential? Starring... Oh, wait, who was the guy who played uh, that reporter, the kind of sleazy guy in L.A. Confidential? Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he worked for the Tattler? Do you recall this actor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Um, Sneaky DeVito. Yeah, you went back to DeVito, and I didn't even think about it. <laughs> I never left. Yeah, that's the uh, Guy Pierce's in that, and uh, Russell Crowe, the greatest actor to ever live. He's, he's He is a very good actor. I, I would agree with that. And, uh, well, he thinks he's a great actor. <laughs> um, I mean, not ever, but he, he's a really good actor. Kevin Spacey's in there, Simon too. Baker is in it as well, I think. It's a really big cast of characters. There's some hilarious scenes, like, uh, where they're looking for Lana Turner, and this guy says, you're made, you're a whore made up like Lana Turner, but it turns out to actually be Lana Turner. Yeah. <laughs> very good. If you haven't seen, I'm sure, obviously, you have, but right. anyone who hasn't seen L.A. Confidential or read the book, the book is even a little more ridiculous. Not ridiculous, it's like... Like even more like insane. There's like a, a studio executive who's obviously Walt Disney, who's like his son is involved in like this. It, 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 you should read the book if you if you get a chance. Yeah, I've never read the book. I I am interested in reading it though. Yeah, that one's good, and the book's preceding it. But after it, James uh, Elroy gets in a really weird writing style where it's like it's basically almost like removes all verbs and adjectives from like the writing. It's weird. like it's minimalist beyond the need for minimalism. Do you think that do you think that that's the influence of uh, Rosie, his his uh, mate? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had a robot mate, I wouldn't be a fucking doing screenwriting with it. Oh my god! I mean, uh, honestly, I mean, I guess El- I guess Elroy's kind of young. But if he gets to be in his teen years, you think Rosie would have some comments for Mister Jefferson, right? <laughs> Oh God! Why is your vacuum tube already worn out, Rosie? <laughs> well, well, Mister Jefferson, <laughs> Jet- Jetson. Not- oh, she's uh, also Marla Gibbs. I was talking about Marla Gibbs, <laughs> <laughs> who was on Two Two Seven. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think Marla Gibbs' character would let uh, George Jefferson drop loads in her. <laughs> Probably not. She's oh. too sassy. Oh, God. Oh, man. What's her name? Uh, from Friday and uh, many other things uh, was in that that uh, that TV show, too, 227. 
think she was one of the daughters. I can't think of her name, though. Regina King? Regina King. That's her name. Oh, was she? I think huh. so, yeah. Regina King is the one from The Watchmen, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Very good. Yes. Sister Knight? I think so. Or is that Octavia Spencer? I don't remember. I, I, I think we should get off the subject before we start sounding racist. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the the, uh, the TV series The Watchmen, but I, I've heard that someone w- someone was in it but i can't remember someone that was in it you know because they were both nominated for awards around the same time but i can't remember which one it was who which who was in it cuz i haven't seen it um pretty sure regina king i'm not positive let's see i'll tell you in one second it was regina king yes you are correct as very very good performance and i think she got nominated for a peabody award i don't know what the fuck that is i uh, think but I, I definitely yeah good this season's like what is it the uh is it the academy awards that are for tv which one <laughs> the academy awards are to the emmys no i'm saying is it oh it's the emmys that are for tv i wasn't sure if yeah. it's the academy awards or if it's the same thing or what oh my god there's so many good shows this year it's ridiculous mm-hmm I yeah. mean, how can you? I mean, obviously, Rhea Seahorn is probably the top candidate for like best actress, but I mean, her and I, I know you said you haven't seen it, but Regina King is also amazing in uh, The Watchmen. Well, now that I have my HBO free trial, I'm probably going to watch The Watchmen because I've uh, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I mean, this is from the the biggest hater before it came out, uh, me saying that it was incredible. I mean, it's a worthy sequel, which I, I cannot say lightly. Yeah, for sure. The opening scene of the pilot is great. I mean, this is a really good show all throughout. Awesome, yeah. We might, uh, we might, we might do that for something. I don't know, for a dumpster diving or something. I don't know. We might do it, although it doesn't. It's not. It didn't really fly under the radar. <laughs> it was pretty popular. No, no, yeah. It was. It was. And again, shockingly good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure, you did. You just said you didn't see it. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm saying I'm sure it's good. I've heard. I haven't heard. I haven't heard one bad thing about it. And if you think it's good, and I know you didn't want to like it at all, then I'm sure it's good. I didn't watch it, but I kept reading like the AV Club's reviews until like episode five. I'm like, okay, I have to watch the show. All right, gotta give it a chance. Regina King. Oh, speaking of speaking of what we have been watching, I think we both watched Good Boys. We did, yeah. Uh, I think, uh, as you mentioned, we both currently have a trial HBO. Uh, I have is HBO now. I think um, mm-hmm. so. I have it like for like five more days, something like that. Um, I've already watched quite a few shows on this. I've watched uh, True Lies, which is a, a classic that both of my wife and I love. We watched it uh, Friday or Saturday. I think Saturday. Yeah, I love True Lies. We, I wa- Carol and I did that for uh, Retro Light Fee one, I don't know, yep. several episodes ago. I think it's like that year. Is it 95 maybe? That's like so many like, you know, good movies came out that year. Yeah. 90, well, 90, I think 94 is when True Lies came out. Um, okay, because I think that thing you do came out around maybe ninety five or maybe even ninety six. That's a really good movie. That's mm-hmm. also on HBO now. Yep. Yeah, like you said, I I have the free trial too. I just got it today. Um, when when HBO Max comes out, I I I don't. I know it's going to be like fifteen bucks a month or something like that. It's yeah, gonna... I think it is fourteen ninety nine or something. But oh my god, HBO has so much good stuff. They have Westworld, mm-hmm. uh, The Wire. I want to watch The Wire again. Uh, I've heard Deadwood's very good. I couldn't really get into it, but I'll watch it again. I like Curb Your Enthusiasm a lot. Obviously. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't watched all this season. Uh, from what I saw this season so far, it's very funny. Yeah, obviously they've got The Sopranos and, and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I started watching The Sopranos. I got maybe three seasons in. It's not a bad show, but I mean, just it's not my favorite show. Are you a big fan of The Sopranos? Uh, I liked it, but I, I guess I kind of feel the same way that you do. I think I think the first two seasons are the best, uh, and then it gets a little, you know, it it gets it, like melodramatic. Yeah, it gets a little. I didn't want to say ridiculous. That was the word I was thinking of because it's not ridiculous, but yeah, it gets a little melodramatic. From that's what I hate when shows become more like, like, a, like a soap opera. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like that's that's like the really the concern with every TV show. It, it gets to where it's like. You know, all the characters are just like, you know, like, oh, I did this wacky scenario or like, oh, look at this. You know, this guy did. This. It's just like almost characters of the characters like The Wire, uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. In spite of, it's, I don't know how they don't do it in Better Call Saul with such a character that Saul is. But I mean, right. they, they, they were perfect. I mean, Saul could easily be a two dimensional character, but I mean, sure. he's not. He's, you know, really fleshed out. And he's very he's so complicated that you really can't tell what his motivations are ever. Mm hmm. Yeah, it it gives like it gives not that he I mean he had characterization in, in Breaking Bad um but obviously not nearly this much but it gives just so much depth to even stuff that he does later in in Breaking Bad like you know being informed by what kind of character it is it, Yeah, it somehow makes Breaking Bad better, which is yeah, no small feat. Exactly. I mean, he was one of my favorite characters just because he was so, like, wacky and comedic, but he's mm-hmm. not like that really, for the most part, in Better Call Saul. And again, I mean, like I said earlier, the Academy Awards or whatever, I I, I don't even know. Like, I was actually, I actually watched them last year because there's so many shows I liked, you know, that I watched for this. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, 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 I imagine they have to give Rhea Seahorn an, uh, an Academy Award at some point. Yeah, I mean, an Emmy, she's been yeah. so cons- uh, whatever. Is <laughs> Academy Awards and Emmys aren't the same thing. No, is, uh, Academy Awards are the Oscars. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then the Emmy or whatever. Has she has she even won a Golden Globe? Uh, I don't think she has. No, but she definitely this year she should win a Golden Globe for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just like a matter. I mean, there's again, there's so many performances, you know, uh, or people competing for Best Actress. I mean, I, Julia Louis Dreyfus is a perennial, you know, contender. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you watch Barry, but I can't remember her name. The woman on there is very good too. I I haven't watched Barry yet. That's another thing that I really want to watch is Barry. HBO. Yep, I like uh, Bill Hader a lot too. So yeah, that's another show I didn't really want to like. I mean, there's I mean he's in there. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Stephen Root, who I I like quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always good. He's in there. Uh, other than that, it's. Just people I don't really recognize. Is Henry Winkler on that show too? Or? Henry Winkler, yep. Henry Winkler is also there. He's very good. I think he won an uh, Academy Emmy Award. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. I think it was his and first one. Yeah, he's so good on that. I mean, everybody on the show is very good. I mean, it's you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Like, like we said, it's hard to not. It's it's the most expensive of the streaming services, but it's hard. It's hard. I mean, it ju- it's just kind of justified with how much good content they have justified you say <laughs> yeah it's kind it's kind of like justified and how good of a deal it is you know fx actually has quite a few really good shows too i, I wonder i mean that's fox right i mean is that disney yeah. then yeah disney owns it now i think Ugh, so they have like, always study in philadelphia um they have uh justified obviously i liked uh, the league i liked the league quite a bit that was an fx product yeah, I know a lot of people watch that. Um, my wife liked The Riches, which I think only did one, maybe two series. That was FX. I mean, FX kind of has some okay good. I mean, they have some good shows. Justified, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. There's some other stuff. I don't know. I, I, it's so hard because, I mean, if that's on, it's hard to not sign up for Disney Plus, other than my complete hatred of Disney. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have two, I have an 11 year old and a six year old, you know, daughters. They would love that, but they haven't harassed me enough to make me want to get it. So. 
You know what was kind of cool is uh, about a week ago, my kids uh, who are ten and six, uh, the two the two that we have uh, residing in the house currently, uh, my fourteen year old is with her mother right now during this whole coronavirus stuff, which kind of sucks. But oh wow, uh, you haven't seen her since the whole quarantine? Not since like March. No. Wow. Sucks. I mean, that's obviously the smart thing to do, but I uh, that's rough. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's terrible. But uh, what was kind of cool is last week, uh, I Carol and I did we watched um, an episode of The Simpsons uh, for uh, Retro Late Fee, and um, the kids came in. They were like, "What's this?" Like they had no which, idea. What did you watch? I uh, it was the the one where Santa's little helper gets out and finds that girl dog at the racetrack and then she's she oh, has babies wow, that's, that's an early one. yeah yeah that's a really good one what's it called uh shit i know it's it's a of i can't remember it's like a it's a but it's, it's, a, it's it's a 101 dalmatians parody yeah basically that's a, that's yeah so the the kids were like and like you said it was like one of the early ones and like i'm watching the show i was like god i, I forgot how funny the show used to be and the kids really got into it and they watched like three or four other episodes they'd never seen the show before and it was just it was cool to see them like experience for the first time this show that I watched when I was around their age when it used to be good. Yeah, there's some great episodes, like the Living Tree episode. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorites is I think it's called "You Only Move Twice." It's the one with uh, Hank Scorpio. Yep, yep. Yeah, my kids have watched the Marisa ones and like them, so it's kind of. I mean, obviously, maybe it's like it makes more sense and it's funnier for them with the current references. I just don't think the show is very good anymore. Not even the Halloween episodes. Yeah, uh, no, I I don't either. But um, but yeah, it was it was it's it was cool to watch them watch the earlier episodes and and really get into it. So that's a good thing about Disney Plus, I guess, is they have all the you know every single episode of The Simpsons on there. Yeah, I do like the older episodes, and they're hard to find sometimes. So yeah, mm. that, I mean, I, I don't want to support Disney if I can avoid it, but I might, I might just have to get all streaming at one point because there's so much good stuff. Yeah, eventually, it's just all all content's going to be Disney anyway. <laughs> Disney and Apple and Amazon. Uh, that'll be those will be the three companies. Uh, they'll own every movie studio and, and stuff. I guess Comcast is in there, but Comcast would bought Apple by Comcast. Yeah, I think Apple was talking about buying, uh, no, what was it Apple? Uh, no, it was Amazon was talking about buying AMC, the theaters, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, and today, like, their stock, you know, surged quite a, quite a bit because. Of- yep. Oh, that would be great if they did, I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about business. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, we watched. Good thing you're a business owner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we watched. We watched uh, Good Boys, um, which is the opposite of Bad Boys in a few different ways. Uh, one of the ways being that this movie was actually good. <laughs> See, I, I thought this movie was okay. I liked it a lot, actually. I was it, surprised I- by how much I liked it. When I first saw like previews for it, I, I was I was under the impression that Seth uh, Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg had like written this movie, but I think they just produced. Oh, okay. I, I can't think remember the name of the person, but they wrote and directed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know either, but I'll look it up. I thought uh, Seth Green had something to do with this movie for some reason. Oh, there were no animated characters. <laughs> there was or no. Cl- There's no claymation. Yeah. 
Oh man. Um, yeah. So the, the plot of this is, uh, see, I felt, see, the reason I thought that they did, uh, pardon me, did this was because it was very super bad esque with a younger, like you know, crew. Mm-hmm. But you could see them almost. I mean, honestly, if they just said this, this was a prequel to a uh, super, uh, pardon me, super bad, I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Sounds like your dog's barking. <laughs> I have a hiccup. I know. Um, but yeah, so what it, it starts off these. Sorry, these kids are. Um, shit, I'm trying to think. It's I watched it the other day, but it's not especially memorable. I want you to go through the plot because I've I've watched it more recently, but you have the hiccups and don't remember as much. Of it. So I want you to go through it. Now, um, sure, sure, it's these three kids. One of them, uh, I can't remember their name is Max Lucas, and I don't remember the third kid. I think that's Stranger Things. I actually have no, no, no idea. I think, his, I think his name is Max and it's Lucas, but the other kid with the spiky hair, like the one kid's, I guess he's the leader. He's like this, you know, kind of normal kid who has a crush on this girl named, uh, shit, Bill, not Billy, something weird. Billy? Yeah, but Berksley? Berksley. Yeah. And she so has a crush on this girl, you know, doesn't mention it, but you know, there's indications that they like each other. Like they're always looking at each other. Mm-hmm. It's one friend is a, a singer. Like he's like into musicals and that kind of stuff. Right. But then there's this kid who's a bully whose name is Atticus. They say he has the sickest burns, but this kid is, does not have any sick burns at all. No, not at all. Early in the movie, they go to like, like they, they're like, oh, let's see how many sips of beer you can drink. The record's three or four, I think. Yeah. It's like this little name's. Like he's very small, his name's Soren, which is kind of weird. It's like a Danish name. Mm-hmm. I know a person in real life named Soren who I game with. That's the only other person other than Soren Kierkegaard I've ever heard of with that name. Uh, I know Soren from uh, Cracked.com, which doesn't exist anymore. Soren Bowie. Oh, Soren Bowie, I, I, that's his name. I heard in Minecraft there's a character named Soren, but I, I haven't watched that. And surprisingly, my kids uh, who are very into Minecraft haven't watched it on Netflix. It's like an mm-hmm. interactive video, I guess. So the the kids' names are Max, uh, Lucas, as you said, and Thor. Oh, how can I forget Thor? The spiky haired kid's name is Thor. Yeah, but like so this so he takes like he takes once a beer and like almost throws up because you know I guess that's what kids do because you know they're pussies apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then they start calling him like Sippy Cup, and like you know apparently it's the funniest thing ever, and he's getting bullied for this. So he, he might wants, as well uh, call him Cheater. <laughs> you cheater. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, so he, uh, he, he like, you know, he gets made fun of. Max, like, this girl likes him, so he gets uh, invited to the Soaring Kids party. Um, Max's father has, like, a drone that he uses for work. I don't understand that at all, but his father is uh, Will Forte. Yeah. Which is a really kind of weird, like... Uh, I think his dad's just a creep for, for a profession. Yeah, he might be. Because they never, they don't ever explain how he uses... Like, is he... Is he a YouTuber? I guess I don't know. I, I, he's on a business trip. I, I I don't know, but yeah. So he has this drone, and the kids get invited to this kissing party at Soren's. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Thor and Lucas reluctantly. Lucas, so his parents are kind of breaking up, and it, it affects him. But he's not. You know, he's, he doesn't tell the other kids at first. Obviously, he kind of explains this over the you know the movie. Um, so they get this drone because they're invited to a kissing party. Max was invited, but he kind of like, you know he's oh I want my friends to come too. Um, so they're trying to find out the neighbors. Like they're trying to figure out how to kiss. Mm-hmm. And the neighbors like this uh this young lady, she's a teenager, she's got a boyfriend. Um he procures some ecstasy for them because they're gonna go on a trip and like when they get the drone over, they get into like a like an argument and they basically break up. The the drone kind of crashes there. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, who's spying on us? Yeah, her boyfriend, by the way, is played by um blonde younger Ian Kroll. 
<laughs> he looks so that actor looks so much like Ian Kroll. Someone said to me, "That's Ian Kroll's younger brother." That's Ian Kroll's Ian Kroll's younger non-Jewish brother. I would be like, "Absolutely, it is." You're right. Ian Cole being the uh, third Cole uh, brother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's Andy, Ben, and Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so they get this drone, and like the women, the, the women, like you know, had, they come over, like, oh, we wanted to get, you know, our, we we were trying to like, I hear where they said they were trying to like, look at with their drone ants, I think, or squirrels, turtles. But there you go. But the girls are up, and they're like, no, no, we, you know, you can't have this drone. You were spying on us. So they kind of mm. like berate them, and the boys leave. Yep. Um, that reminded me of the movie Go. I don't know why, but that you know interaction with the boys and the girls, like the 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 teenagers, like the whole time, like they're trying to get the drone back, and the girls are, um, the, the kids like end up stealing our purse on the way out, so they have they have the ecstasy, and and what doesn't make any sense? The girls are trying to trade this like you know hundreds of dollars drone for like what like fifty dollars worth of ecstasy, if that. Right. Well, apparently they cost six hundred dollars somehow because she says that she spent six hundred dollars on drugs, right? Or did she say? Or no, well, she on said the drone. She's... Yeah, she spent six hundred dollars on a drone. Yeah, why? There's no other drug dealers in this town other than your ex boyfriend. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, a lot of this movie doesn't make sense. Like the kids, like there's all these wacky like uh, jokes. I guess like there's a this uh, the guy Thor. His parents are like apparently into like BDSM and like you know sex swings and oh, all yeah. the kinds of shit. So yeah. there's a lot of uh, his parents are into with, like, some, Yeah, his parents are into some weird shit. They have yeah. anal beads. Yeah, and all beads, which they use as a necklace. And there's this talk about this guy. This will come back later. He the the Max kid makes this necklace for a girl to kill. Right. And everybody's aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they talk about the CPR doll. They go, and this is disgusting. Like they go to like trying to practice kissing on the CPR doll. Yep. And so Max kisses it all and goes, Oh, it's sticky. Yeah. And it's a re- it's a real doll, not a CPR doll. And why does it have a hair in its mouth? God. Yeah, I wonder if a child. I've only I always mention this. Uh, these parents are terrible. <laughs> oh, for sure. And there, no parents are ever around ever in this movie. <laughs> no, not really. He steals his dad's uh, his dad's drone, which is the main plot thrust of the movie. His dad's gone on a trip, but his mom's still there, and his mom doesn't show up until the end of the movie when his dad is lecturing him, and his mom is standing next to the dad. Right, you get the impression that he's just alone. He's like, he's like, he's in sixth grade, so what? He's like ten or eleven. I think like I think they're supposed to be twelve. Okay, yeah, um, but yeah, so they there's this whole plot with a drone. Um, the girls are constantly, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like they're constantly trying to exchange the, the drone for drugs. Uh, it doesn't work. Um, they eventually get to the kissing. Part. I'm, I'm skipping a lot, but it's, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, like, a, ri- it's a comedy. There's the, it, a lot of wacky stuff happens, but it's not, it's not all plot relevant. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of, like a, a lot of jokes are based around like, Oh, you're playing with a dildo, but you don't, you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they arm themselves with the sex toys at one point. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, so a little later in the movie, uh, you know, the girls finally, you know, they buy the drone. And like, oh, you got to get this as X. They're like, well, we'll buy it. Like, he won't sell it to kids, but you know what? He'll sell it to kids. They go to the, the guy's frat house mm-hmm. and they bring a paintball gun for some reason. Yes. But then, like, they, then they, the, the one kid, Lucas, is a total bitch. He's like always selling the other kids out. Like, there's a part earlier where, like, um, the Thor guy wants to like, steal beer to prove they could sip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by, <laughs> by the way, uh, <laughs> What a, what a what a what a phrase that is! He steals a beer to prove he can sip it. 
Yeah, and when he does sip it, these are like the tiniest sips ever. I think I think I've given like my eleven year old a sip of beer before that was bigger than this. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they're at the they're at a liquor store and like the kids are acting all suspicious and like this cop just does not want to do any cop work. He's like, Oh, he's talking to the clerk, he's like, Yeah, my day's over, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm I'm done with this. And then the kids are kind of standing there, like just like making the most awkward conversation ever. Yeah. What do you think of politics? Oh, it's pretty it's pretty uh, complicated. A lot of complicated yeah, yeah. issues. That, that was pretty funny. And they're just like like fake laughing. And then the, the cop's like, oh, what is it? They're like, we're skipping school. He's like, okay, just don't do it again. Mm-hmm. And they're like, uh, they look at, like, you know, shows up with his beer. He's like, what the hell is that? He's like, oh, it's my dick. <laughs> it's, you know, it's a, so he's like, he's like, all right, just don't do this again. And the other kid, Lucas, is like, we have drugs. And he goes, oh, these are, because uh, the drugs are in like a kid's like, um, chewable vitamin like a bottle which you know there's the recurring joke that the kids can't open it yeah because it's childproof cap right um but then so they give him that but he's like this is just he's like this is just vitamins you know so they give him that and then you know they're out they're without drugs so they have to buy them uh they go to this frat house they call the kid down and then then people are just like doing bong hits right next to these like 10 year olds you know they don't care because college right so the guy comes down and he, he, he tells me, he goes, oh, he goes, well, he's like, who told you to come here? Like, well, if you give them to us, we'll tell you. And like, they tell him it's the girl's name. He's like, oh, you're not getting out of here. He's like, well, you're selling drugs to kids, you know? So I mean, <laughs> what does it matter? Right. No like, shit. Then they, then they pull out the paper and they just like light up all these, uh, these college people. <laughs> and then one of the funnier parts is Thor gets just punched in the face by this, this adult man. <laughs> yeah. He fucking gets laid out. And he just gets, <laughs> just gets leveled. But yeah, they escape. They jump in the girl's car. They make the exchange. They're all good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boy's uh, parent, uh, Will Forte, is coming home quickly. So, oh, quick, we just need to fly the drone there, which is fully charged when they buy it from the store, I guess. That's how that works. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but then again, in a thing that defeats reason, um, he, this thing has an unlimited range, I guess. I mean, it's like $600, so I guess it's a really good drone. He flies sure. it home, but he tears up the entire house. So he gets there and his dad, like, I don't know, his dad just assumes he did this, I guess, but the mom's out there, so you think she would have some input, but he gets grounded, and then, you know, the boys, like, kind of get into a fight. Um, they're all like, oh, I'm Max is like, I'm getting mature, you're a bunch of babies. Uh, Lucas comes to his house later, they sneak out, they go to the makeout party. Um, Max makes out with this Bixley lady after the other. Lucas wants a part of it. Uh, Thor also, he, he spins a bottle, he's supposed to kiss Bixley, but he just kinda, he's like, yeah, I'm not ready for this, and he leaves. Mm-hmm. Max just walks over and asks her if he could kiss her. He does. Uh, they hold hands. Um, let's see after that what happens. After that is basically everything really happens very fast after that. So the Thor is uh, this singer that wants to be, you know, he wants to be in this Rock of Ages musical. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he ends up getting that. And then there's this musical montage of him singing in Rock of Ages. And then uh, Max, uh, you know, he's dating this girl and then they break up. He, you know, he's crying his eyes out. He got his heart broken for the first time. Then her friend is like comforts him. Then he's into the friend. So, uh, he and the friend start going out. Uh, and then she breaks up with him and he's sobbing again, uh, because the two girls have decided to date each other, (laughs) which I think is pretty funny. And then he's, uh, he's dating this third, uh, woman who we haven't or girl actually, cause she, you know, she's a little girl, but, um, we haven't uh, previously seen her, at least I don't think so. Maybe she was in the background of uh, no. of some scenes or something. Um, and then Lucas becomes part of this uh, group called the Scabs. There's like the, a society against bullying or something like that. Like the anti-bullying group. Yeah. And he, like, he runs there. They play this card game. Oh, yeah, we forgot. When they, when they sold the sex doll because this uh, 
they have this expensive like magic type car that they, mm-hmm. you know, and the guy comes, they don't want to go to the car because that was like when they formated like their friendship, mm-hmm. but they sold the sex off like $500. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which apparently the, the parents don't even notice or care about, I guess they just get a sex swing after that. But we, yeah, f- I mean, because who doesn't want a secondhand real doll? Right, exactly. That's what I was thinking. The secondhand market on uh, something like this. And by the way, before we get into the, well, let me just tell the last part of the uh, the the joke. Yeah, we, we have to include that was Stephen Merchant. Yeah, exactly. Stephen Merchant was uh, wh- who I, I like a lot, but he was uh, you know he played the awkward uh, guy very well again. Um, I didn't like him so much on the Norma podcast. He basically was ripping at him the whole time. <laughs> but the the joke, the, like the the final joke, I guess, of the thing is, uh, they're like, uh, so you know, you're you're not grounded anymore. He's like, no, uh, uh, it ended yesterday, a month in the hole. So <laughs> over the course of this month, <laughs> this guy has yeah. started dating and broken up with two different women and start or girls and started dating a third one. I completely rehearsed for the play and put it on. Yeah, exactly. In the course of uh, of four weeks, but yeah, so it's it's funny because it seems like a lifetime. But the the I guess the overall message of the movie is that uh, you know they they have to grow up and do their own thing, and they're they're you know different people and and all that kind of stuff. But they're still they still got each other's backs or whatever, and they're the the beanbag yeah. boys or it's whatever. Like- yeah, it's like the you know transition between like a young man to like a teenager, that sort of thing. It wasn't bad, but I I, I kind of saw a lot of the jokes coming. I felt like yeah, there was it was funnier than I thought it was going to be because I had no expectations for this movie at all. Um, and yeah, I, I thought the kids were good actors. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, Trembley. Uh, uh, I can't think of his first name, but um, he was in uh, the uh, he was in Room with Brie Larson when he was very good in that too. Um, the Max kid. Yeah, that's the kid, the kid that plays Max, uh, and he's a very good actor. But you know, it's funny. I looked up uh, those real dolls, how expensive they were, because in in oh, did you, Mark? I did, yeah. In the uh, in the movie, he's like they, you know, he he ends up buying it for five hundred and fifty dollars or whatever, because that's what they need for the drone. And then he's like uh, Stephen Merchant's running out of the house holding this doll, and he's like, "You fools! I would have paid a thousand dollars." And I'm thinking like. There is no fucking way that these dolls are that expensive. Well, uh, I think they're like five thousand, aren't they? Well, uh, now I don't know what the name of the website is, but it was the first one that popped up on Google. It wasn't the real doll or whatever; it was something else. But uh, they're on; they were on sale for uh, like eight hundred bucks. But um, okay. but still, I can't. I mean. Really, people. I, I guess there's a lot of lonely people out there, but people. I, Drew Carey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Drew Carey's f- funnily or uh, funding their business, but I don't. I can't imagine that at that high of a price point, there's a big demand for them. Can there be really? I, there, I think there is because they're pretty. I mean, I know the name Real Doll. I've heard it before this. So mm-hmm. if you, yeah. Lars and the Real Girl, which is based on that, I believe. Yeah. 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 Now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> I asked my wife this, and I'll, I'll tell you the answer she gave me. <laughs> but, you know, I've only thought about these dolls in the terms of, you know, a guy, like basically a single guy using it as a masturbatory aid. Um, a guy that, that can't, that, well, not necessarily can't, but a guy that doesn't have a girlfriend. I'm not going to 
put it if you got if you want a real doll or whatever i'm not putting any judgments on on you that's you know that's your thing that's cool whatever do your own thing i don't give a shit um but i've only thought about it in that context of a single guy you know using the doll for that purpose it's not like the dad had this doll secreted away so it's clear that the mom and dad were using this doll together um, I, I watched something on HBO like years. It was like a real sex thing. I think it was that. It was about like these real dolls. And like some people are really like they buy them like, like oh, we're trying to transition to like, you know, a threesome type situation. So I'm going to get my wife used to this weird, you know, plastic doll. Mm-hmm. So my question is, would you ever do that with your wife? I think so. It's just kind of weird. It seems like a dead body almost. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it like, you know, yeah. it just like a corpse like you and your wife are raping or something. <laughs> Exactly. That's kind of how I feel about it too. I asked my wife, and I like you know I I stayed completely serious and neutral because I didn't want her to be like uh, you know I didn't want her to be like oh this is a joke or whatever. I want her real opinion. And her first response was fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it seems odd to me. You know, I just never have thought like that would be interesting, like a sex doll or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, obviously, there are people who are supporting this business. Just that, yeah, I, it's just kind of weird. I think like this. I can I like 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 you. I think it would be weird because I think it would be like like you said. I think it'd be like a dead body basically on the bed. But I guess I can kind of get it if you and your significant other both have a fantasy about uh, having a threesome with another woman. I guess this would be a way to do it without yeah, a dead woman. I guess this would be a way to do it without uh, bringing in the, you know, some of the negatives that could come from doing it with a with an actual third person. Like, you know, is someone going to get feelings is, you know, like there are complications, obviously, that can happen from from that sort of thing and i guess this would be a way to circumvent some of those but i i i I too think it's kind of odd but you know if it's what you're into i i honestly do not care what you do in your own bedroom great that's how it should be um did you watch anything else uh yes i watched um 23 hours to kill the uh the jerry uh, seinfeld stand-up I, I I think I started to watch that, but I'm not a huge Seinfeld fan. I know you you like the show, but you said you're not a really big fan of him, like you know, stand up wise. No, not really. I think most of what I like about the show, I think, came from Larry David because when he left the show, uh, most of those episodes, I'm not really big fan of either. Um, Did you watch the whole thing? Uh, yeah, I, wa- I watched the whole thing. It was so if you know if you're a fan of Seinfeld, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Um, it's exactly what you would expect from Jerry Seinfeld doing stand-up. And that's, I think that's the biggest part of the problem. So much, like you, like you and I talk about a lot, so much of comedy is surprise. And there's just, I wasn't surprised by anything. He's like, he mentioned um, cell phones and stuff. And I'm like, I know exactly how he's going to feel about cell phones. And I don't know exactly what the jokes are going to be, but I'm, I'm going to know exactly what avenues we're going to go down. And he went down every avenue. I thought he was going to sure, go down. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Like I never really listened to his standup, but I heard like a comedian, like Richard Jenny would like, you know, find like, you know, common premises and just like milk, like new, you know, premises out of them. Mm-hmm. I think Seinfeld is pretty known for, you know, being a pretty original, uh, you know, comedian as well. Uh, yeah. I don't find his, like stand up funny, but I find him interesting. Like I really like comedians in cars getting mm-hmm. coffee. Yep. 
but that like you know much like the green room is often about comedians and like you know their proclivities that sort of thing which i'm endlessly fascinated by yeah absolutely yeah i like that show too like you know you and i both like to hear comedians talk about you know the theory of comedy and stuff like that i'm i'm interested in that kind of stuff and you know like he he has norm mcdonald on and stuff on that show and it's interesting to hear the two of them uh you know talk about stuff together he had some jokes that made me smile i mean like i didn't laugh out loud at anything he's he can be you know it's like with with seinfeld it's like a machine gun right so i think he could make anyone chuckle or smile at some point but he's not going to do it consistently for yeah i mean there's there's obviously his core audience that that like him but anyone else it's like like in the category where i'm in it's like most of the stuff he's going to say i'm i'm going to see coming and I'm, you know it's not going to be uh you know i'm not i'm not going to find it that funny but he'll get me every once in a while with one or two things cuz he is kind of like a rapid fire you know like he's got a lot of it, he'll he'll milk a lot of jokes out of an hour um yeah, yeah he's a he's a you kind of know what you're getting seeing him um like i said i'm not a huge fan but mm-hmm. i mean I, I imagine it's decent yeah, he's like, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff that uh, I mean, it's it's you know, he's he's a consummate professional. It's it's very it's very well put together. He start starts out with an orchestra playing him on, which is so like I can I mean, that's his personality because it's, you know, like a throwback to the 50s and like early 60s comedians and and stuff like that. And that's sort of what he grew up on. Um, But he he said something like he was talking about how being 65 and. He's like, I like this age, you know, because uh, people will ask me to do things, and I just say no. He's like, he's like I thought he's done that for a while, though. No, yeah, exactly. Um, but he says, uh, I made a bucket list, uh, and then I just changed the B to an F, and I was done with that. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and he goes, I just want all of you to know that uh, that that's an option for you. You can do all this stuff, or you can just change one letter at the top, and then sit down and watch a baseball game. <laughs> Right. Yeah, because everyone's uh, independently wealthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he does seem to have an inability to see uh, the world from any lens other than his own very specific lens. Like right. Long Island, like middle class Long Island kid uh, that became incredibly rich and wealthy. He's not a Chappelle that can see things from from a lot of other people's perspective. Right, yeah, Chappelle could like use any perspective he mm-hmm. wants. Um, did you watch anything else? Uh, I mean, not really. Um, I watched. Oh, I watched a little bit of Extraction. I watched a little bit of the the beginning of of that uh, that movie with uh, you know the Asgardians. Yeah, I watched a little bit too, and I'm like, yeah, I I, I just wasn't into it. No, I I couldn't. I've I've heard good things about it, but I really couldn't get into it. it though. One thing it reminded me—I don't know if this—if uh, if you felt this way or not—but it reminded me a little bit of Deadpool at the beginning, like a serious Deadpool instead of yeah, a comedic, bit. because it begins like on this freeway overpass, kind of like Deadpool does, and then everything else after that's a flashback. Sure. Um, I, one thing I watched, and I, I'd seen the previous movie. It's called Happy Death Day to You. Have you ever seen any of these movies? Oh, okay. So I watched the. Carol and I have seen the original Happy Death Day. I haven't seen the sequel yet, though. 
I actually enjoy both the movies. Or they, even though the premise isn't the most, it's basically uh, Groundhog's Day mm-hmm. without Bill Murphy and uh, you know murder. Like the the premise of the first one is this young lady in college, like she wakes up and it's the same day and she gets murdered and she has to keep experiencing it until she solves a murder. Yep. And this one, she kind of goes into a parallel dimension where it's a little bit different, you know, and it's the same. I, I enjoy these movies. I think they're fun. There's a lot of funny sequences of like, you know, murder and suicide, which sounds weird, but it, it's they're fun movies. Yeah, I liked Carol and I both liked the first one a lot. And and this was another movie where I was like, I didn't really have much of uh, of expectations for it, but it was really good. And the I can't remember her name, but the lead actress, the one that plays Tree. She, Jessica Roth or something like that? She's very good and very charismatic. Yeah. Like she really carries that first movie. Um, yeah, for sure. And, and she's, you know, like it, without her, it's not, it's not anywhere near the, the, the movie that it was. Um, but yeah, she's very good in it. And uh, I, I enjoyed the first one a lot. Carol and I have been talking about wanting to see the second one, but we just haven't, uh, just yeah, haven't. HBO, so, you know, yeah. you have a week. Well, there you go. Uh, a week or a week and a month. If I've, totally forget to cancel it and then it see it comes out and i'm like oh, oh right i better cancel it <laughs> right and that's when you binge watch the wire yep no i do i want to watch the wire there's so many things i want to watch on um on hbo yeah a lot of good stuff you could watch the real sex about the uh, real doll yeah there you go people buying and manufacturing real dolls yeah i guess it's so weird though like it's i i mean well, I guess you wouldn't know if somebody had, because I was going to say, I don't know anyone that owns one, but I guess I wouldn't know. <laughs> it's not oh, like people are, okay. ad- people aren't advertising that. Okay. You want to go come over and uh, watch TV with me and the girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I guess, you know, you can't get coronavirus from a real doll though, I suppose. Well, actually maybe you could. I don't know. It lives on plastic, right? Are they plastic? I don't know what they are. I'm not sure. Something. And they gotta feel real in some way, right? They have to feel like real skin. I mean, for the price, I would hope so. Yeah, You're paying a thousand dollars for one of these fucking things, and like you said, the real doll ones are like. I'll go to that website later and and uh, take a look. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think they're very expensive. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that is our show for the week. Uh, as always, you know, tune in to uh, our shows. We're we're rapidly approaching uh, episode 100, Mike. Uh, we should do. We should try to think of something interesting to do for the hundredth episode. I don't know. I'll, I'll rip on Star Wars for a hundred minutes. <laughs> That'd be good. The Mandalorian's going to have a second season, and apparently Boba. It is. Yeah, apparently Boba Fett's coming back for uh, for season two. Oh, I didn't know he was. He's he's not the star of the show. No, the guy, this, the Mandalorian is, uh, I don't know what his name is. They just call him Mando, <laughs> which sounds, <laughs> sounds really racist to me, but, uh, but they, uh, he's like, he's like the man with no name, like, uh, you know, like Clint Eastwood. Um, but he's not Boba Fett, but apparently Boba Fett is going to be in season two. That's what they said. Uh, what's his name? Tamir Morrison. Um, it, the guy that played Django Fett in the prequels, uh, he's I believe New, I believe is from New Zealand. Uh, he's they Probably. he got hired uh to be on this show, and uh, supposedly he's going to be Boba Fett. So we'll see. Well, good for him. Yeah, good for uh, good for New Zealanders everywhere, uh, Kiwis. But anyway, yeah. we that, should get the uh, some of the people who've written such nice emails or commented on our videos in for episode one hundred. 
Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. I could compile a, a list of... Um, I We probably have in the neighborhood of, I don't know, like maybe 25 or 50 emails, I guess. I don't know that, that I haven't read that that I could uh, compile. So yeah, we could, we could compile a list of, of emails uh, and read them out. Yeah. Or if anyone has an email they want to send in for episode 100, I don't know when that is, but uh, go ahead. Yep. Massive at gmail.com. So uh, send them in there and uh, we will read them out. But uh, anyway, that is our show for the week. We will see you next time. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>